Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Ladies ready? Yes. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending for 13 years now. My name is Riley. I bartended for a very short time, but I enjoy watching people bartend. My name is Maggie, and I've been bartending just under two years. And Maggie, where did we we bartended together at the Hotel Julian for a little bit? We sure did. What else can you tell these people? Give us a 30-second elevator pitch. About myself. Mm-hmm. I, fuck, I don't know. I love bartending. It's my creative outlet, and I have definitely been bitten by the bartending bug. And yep. I don't know when that when that's going to go away. <laughs> it's never going to go away. It might not. Like, that even if you stop truth. bartending, but, like, in 10 years or 15 years, you're just like, your at-home drinks will still be good, you know. That's that is true. So that's that's you know, you might get sick of just the world of bartending in the industry itself, but your drinks at home will always be good. That's true. And on this lovely little podcast, we like to well, first of all, what do we do in this lovely little podcast? We read stories off the internet about the hospitality industry. We rate it one through five, one being your average story, five being unique situation, and then we talk about it, discuss about it, discuss about it, discuss it. And then we say, is there an asshole? Is there a hero? And just have fun talking about that story. And sometimes we are fortunate enough to have a guest. So today, yes. Maggie takes over one of our stories. Yep. Yay. Yay. And she'll be our <laughs> second guest in a row. It's been a long time since we've had two guests in a row on. Yeah. Because we just celebrated episode 50. Yes. And you are going to be episode 51 and 52. And I know I'm that that was Steve the bartender, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a tough act to follow. I know. <laughs> so... I mean, we got to fucking keep going on this podcast. (laughs) If we ended it there, that would be a great last podcast. But it's always fun. So did you listen to that episode? I haven't yet. Yeah, it's it's a longer one for sure. But his Mm -hmm. stories are are pretty awesome. But I will say you guys were my top podcast on Spotify this year. (laughs) Or no, my number, either my number one or my number two. The other one was Morbid. What's that? Um, It's a true crime podcast. Okay. True crime podcast. That's a hard one to say. Right on. (laughs) All right. And so we like to drink on this podcast. Yes. And I asked you, or you asked, I don't remember, but you asked, oh, you asked, do I have cachaca? Yes. And I said, yes, we do. We have two bottles. I thought we had three, but it doesn't matter. And it's probably around here somewhere. It's somewhere. Yeah. But so you came over and you wanted a, a capper. Caparina. Yes. Caparina. I know I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> if it wasn't. Portuguese, and if it was Spanish instead, I'd be able to pronounce it, but right. I don't speak Portuguese. Yep. No. So we're doing our own spin because I don't have lime wedges because we make super juice, and I'm not using simple, I'm using simple syrup instead of granulated salt, and I stirred granulated it down. Granulated sugar? Yes, granulated sugar. Salt would be <laughs> fucking crazy, right? <laughs> it might be kind of good. I don't know. It might. So, real quick, um, um, Alexis, she was the manager at the restaurant I worked in Platteville for a little bit. She goes, there was one day I was making simple syrup, blah, blah, blah. We used it and cheesecake and a couple other things and some drinks. Then we found out that we 
used salt instead of sugar. And we had to throw away like three pans of cheesecake. Oh, and <laughs> she oh. goes, it was disgusting. Oh, I, I can only imagine. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah, How so, did they not notice? Because they put the containers of salt and sugar in the same container. Right. And if you're not paying attention, they're both granulated pretty fine. Right. And the label was not labeled correctly. Or was all they saw was an S. Oh. And they didn't taste it beforehand. No. Nope. Sorry to like blame them for no, it. No, it's but fine. They don't but, care. Like, you know. I mean, that's kind of cooking 101 where yeah. you taste as you go. Right. Make sure it's right. And bartending. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> taste the. Never mind. <laughs> We're not going to go there. <laughs> All right. So, story number one is off our subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? So, if you'd like to leave us your own story, just click the link in the description of any podcast player, YouTube channel you're watching. Not any YouTube channel our YouTube channel, and we'll go from there. How? What do we think of the drinks? It's good. We, uh, Is there a cat hair in yours, Riley? No, it's something. Oh. But well. it tastes good. Yeah. There you anyway, go. Cheers, ladies. I don't cheers. think we did. Did we do that already? No. no. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not familiar, this is the uh, cocktail of Brazil, the national cocktail. Yep. Yep. So... I also read a story that Wisconsin is going to make the brandy old fashioned the statewide cocktail. Like, actually, name, like, make it a thing. Good for them. (laughs) (laughs) At least they can say they have that. Right. Right. (laughs) All right. So, this first story is from Iceman25K, one of our favorite guests, or not guests, but um, listener. Yes. I was like, uh. <laughs> so he submitted three stories. He doesn't think these are worth reading, but what the fuck is the point of? Pu- well, he said he just wanted like discussion on the subreddit. So we're going to still read them. Yeah. Story one. Oh, he said he him and his friends over Christmas over December were talking about these stories. So it refreshed his memory about these. Story one. My friend broke up with his girlfriend for the for the sum number. I can't count high enough. Oh, okay. My friend broke up with his girlfriend for the sum number I can't cut high enough. We're recently... Oh, my God. <laughs> Please, just hang on. You read it. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> my friend broke up with his girlfriend for the sum number I can't count high enough time. Oh, so they they were on again, off again. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Okay. We were, we're just recently 21, so we go to a completely different university campus to drink at a shitty college bar. How shitty is this bar? Until I was a teenager, the Philadelphia Eagles would practice at Westchester University and the players would fuck around at a bar called The Rat. So naturally, we wanted to go there. We arrive early enough and it's still dead because of all because all the college kids pregame until 11 p.m. before hitting the bars. Can attest. Mm-hmm. I am the most excited because they had free popcorn. I am drinking <laughs> my Captain and Coke like the sophisticated adult that I am when my friend starts crying. He has had his head down at the bar and the bartender says something to him about sitting up. He swats the bartender's hand away and the bartender grabs my popcorn and says, you're all tossed. Security comes to rough up my friend for physically assaulting the bartender with a swat of his hand. I chug my drink because the popcorn was the important thing to take away from me <laughs> and get up. Being the tough guy that I am, I tell security that we're going, and if they touch me, we'll get we'll have problems. The three of us leave. My depressed friend is bloodied and sits in the front seat of the car. On the way home, he had his feet on the windshield and pushes into the glass, cracking it. 
sadly, maybe that bar closed before I graduated from college. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a that's a roller coaster of a story, and I want more details. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, have you had someone lay down, lay their head down at the bar that you attended before? Uh, yes, for weddings, which is crazy because those are portable bars, and you're standing the whole time. Oh, they did it at the portable yeah, bar, and then ran over my toe Ooh. with the wheels, and Ooh. those things are heavy, so yeah, that yeah. really didn't feel good. But I've also been that person. Yeah. Sleeping on the bar. So So have I. Yeah. Many, many times. <laughs> yeah. I have actually had to be the one to take you out of the bar at least twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had bartenders come up and wake me up. And half the time it is drunk, but there's just sometimes I'm just fucking exhausted. Yeah. And just, you know, you have like three or four drinks and now you're just tired. Like you're not like you might be a little drunk, but it's not like you're blackout drunk. I'm just tired drunk. Right. I'm just tired and right. there's this picture back in Cedar Rapids before you that it's somewhere on the internet where I'm passed out and this girl that I know happened to be walking by and my friend took a picture of her and she's like I'm passed out you know arm in my or head in my arm and she's <laughs> pointing and like sticking her tongue out like looking at me like metal you know like and she's so fucking hilarious but yeah I am usually one to fall asleep in a booth in East Dubuque mm. <laughs> when I get dragged there yeah. so and that's because of being tired. I mean, right. that's not your fault. That's East Dubuque. That's East Dubuque. You're right. You're right. That is <laughs> that is just the whole vibe of East Dubuque. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, hitting, touching, you can tell this bartender is probably just annoyed because he has to deal with college kids like this yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the guy, yes, he touched him. Did he really assault him? I think that we're missing a lot of details. Oh, yeah, I sure. think that he was probably telling him to get up. He refused. Then he was like, buddy, like trying to tap mm-hmm. him. And then buddy didn't want to get up because he didn't want to see anybody to see him crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Iceman probably came to his friend's defense a little bit too aggressively is going <laughs> right. to be my guess because that's how young men are. Right. Or men in general, but also college, college age, age men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, what the fuck, bro? Right. And also, (laughs) he knew that his friend had just gone through breakup, so he was maybe a little more on the defensive on that end as well. But, like, couldn't couldn't the guy or anybody in that situation have told the bartender, like, hey, man, he's not sleeping. He's crying. Just give him him a minute. Bro, like, dude just needs a minute, and he needs a drink. Right. (laughs) Maybe it just happened so often at this bar. Maybe got in trouble for it. You know, like, you know, maybe... There's a reason why the bartender not did what he did because this yeah. is not his first time, you know. Right. But also, if this guy's having just a bad time, just go to the fucking bathroom. Shut the fucking the. Yeah, cry in the stalls like everybody right, else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like like women, just go in there, yeah. cry, and just have a moment, you know. Right, and, and I'm yeah. Or ahead. cry or cry in a dark corner with all of your friends surrounding you, <laughs> right. or on the dance floor, or on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the classy way to do it. <laughs> Honestly, this is going to be the wisest thing I'm about to say. It's probably not a good idea to go out. When you're sad, but that's what men do. Like take that's their friends. That's uh, th- take their friends out. You know, like <laughs> yeah. oh, you're sad. You just broke up. Let's go get you later, or let's go have. Well, you know. then I mean, if that's the case, then his friends were doing a poor job of making it <laughs> yeah. a better day. Right? right. <laughs> yeah. It seems like Iceman's just more uh, concentrated on the popcorn. Than yeah. Than yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't blame him. <laughs> Bar popcorn is good. Right. Yeah, so. so salty and crunchy yes. and, and buttery. There's uh when I've told people at River Lounge I'm open my water, they are you have popcorn? I go, there is no fucking way I'm gonna want to clean a oh, popcorn no. machine at the end of every no. shift. Get the but, fuck out of here. But 
it. We can you maybe could there have is a, a barback that would do that. <laughs> right. Hello, barback. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I could have a popcorn machine, I would be that person to clean it up. Well, yeah. maybe because all you gotta do is wipe it down. Like you don't. It's like a cast iron skillet. You don't use soap, really. Yeah, but well, like a machine, yeah. though, like. It's also like the ice wall. You only burn it out once a week. <laughs> <laughs> so that popcorn on Saturday night's really tasty because oh, it's yeah. seasoned very Season, well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, good chefs don't clean their flat top. Yeah. I mean, I worked in, or I would run concession stands and those never got cleaned. Oh, no. Never. Never. Like they, ju- you just wipe them down with hot water. And you know when the inspector's coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, could, there's that popcorn place by the bookstore. Yeah. Freddy's. Freddy's. Yeah. Maybe we can work out a deal with them and like, hey, look, man, we're gonna buy this much popcorn from you. No, it's gotta be fresh it's, popped yeah, in-house, warm. You gotta smell it popping. Because yes. I feel like that could be in a high-end establishment also. Oh, like absolutely. it wouldn't have to be a dive bar. Right. We've no. had uh there's this place in Minneapolis called Parlor. Yeah. And one of our friends, Nick, told us to go there and we went there and they have like gourmet popcorn. Gourmet popcorn because they use different seasonings like saffron and something yeah. there's usually like three ingredients and just lightly toss it. oh yeah. it's to die for like the last time was lemon and dill mm-hmm. yeah it was great <laughs> so yeah. damn it now you ladies have talked me into possibly having popcorn yeah. <laughs> it'd be worth it yeah i i would cl- go in and clean that every yeah. day <laughs> like to have because i love freshly popped popcorn with the right like cheap ass ingredients mm-hmm. Still delicious. Honestly, I also love the idea of a high-end place kind of cosplaying as a dive bar. Right. Yeah. Or the other way around. Right. Yeah. Taking dive bar food. Yeah. And make it high-end. Right. Because there was also a place we went to in Dallas. It was a brewery, and their appetizer was pickled vegetables. They just brought you a mason jar. Yeah. It was filled with different vegetables, and I thought And they were house-pickled, too. So it was was great. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was only one thing in there I didn't like, but that was just a, a personal, like a cauliflower or something. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, the cauliflower. Yeah, but yeah, but still, like, also those are things that don't require kitchens. Kitchens, you can yeah. just make it there. I mean, if you have a kettle mm-hmm. and vinegar, all you have to do is boil the kettle and yeah. pour in the vinegar and the sugar and the salt. The right seasonings, go. yeah, and whatever seasonings, you yeah. Know, so. There you go. All right, we're we gonna made we made an executive decision, I guess, on this fucking podcast. Pickles and popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> we need one more thing. Yeah, one more. One more P. That's what I was thinking. One more thing that starts with a P. Pickled popcorn. It's gonna be something sweet. Mm. Pop pastries. Well, you need pastries. You have to have a kitchen. Though. Right, unless we have someone. Unless we order them in. Order them in. Yeah. There's not a. Is there a lot of good pastry places here in town? That, like, there can be. I mean, like, anyway. Anyway, we've well, gone so far, far off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but, you know, yeah. So this story, you know, I mean. So who's the asshole in this story? It doesn't really seem I don't, like I there's don't really an asshole. I think there's an asshole. I don't think there's not an asshole. You think everyone's? Mm. An I asshole? think everybody mm. was being a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. Because like somebody got beat up. And then, and then the friend, kicked, the friend kicked the windshield out the car, or that cracked the windshield. Did like, I miss that part? I yes. forgot about that part. <laughs> that, like everybody yeah. was oh, being a little go, bit yeah. of an asshole to be to to have the bouncer beat you up. They're from Philly, though. Maybe that's just those automatic theory. asshole points. Yeah, but that's but so I, yeah, yeah. It's like that in Boston. You just automatically yeah. get two points for Mass- being an asshole <laughs> right. just because yeah. you live there. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, I think that just maybe they were all on their man period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody was having a bad day. Yeah. So. And for them, yeah, for, but for security though, to rough up this guy, yeah, there's gotta be other to things. That. There's other things involved that. Right. That we're, we're, yeah. we're right. missing a lot of details yeah. to, to go from dude crying at a bar to bartender fucking him up or bouncer B- fucking bouncer. him up. Iceman, so. I would be curious to know what led to the. Yeah, like what happened in between? He'll 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 reply to this or on Instagram. He's really good at it. So, so story wise, what do we want to what what do we want to rate this? One through five. One being we hear about this shit all the time, or five again being like I've never heard anything like this before. I'm gonna say because we don't know all the details, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. Okay. Because I mean, people get kicked out all the time. People get in fights in the bar all the time. People are crying at the bar all the time. <laughs> yep. It's just kind of the entirety of the situation that might be a little bit more rare. Yeah. yeah I'm going to give it a 2.8. And the point eight, the extra almost point comes from the fact that I have never had somebody kick out my windshield or crack my windshield when I was driving them home. Yes. Yep. You know what? So. I, yeah. I'm with you there. I don't think it's three worthy. Right. But I do think it deserves to get close to it because that's that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, how is that even possible? You have to be really tall or really strong, mm-hmm. or it's cold outside and you hit a bump and it's like, well, yeah. mm. I don't know. But it, it takes a lot to crack yeah. a windshield. So yeah. was he wearing steel-toed boots? <laughs> I don't know. What kind of car was it? Right. But like he was twenty one, and I think he, I think Iceman's my age. Right. So twenty something years ago, twenty twenty five years ago, so that would put it around anywhere between ninety eight to oh three, depending. Okay. Exactly how old he is. I would be interested to know if this was pre or post nine eleven, just for my own. Probably pre. <laughs> Probably pre. In order to visualize it. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah. That's my guess. So I will give the story a 2.7 because I agree. Like, it is definitely unique because, again, we're missing details. Right. You know, on it. But I'm it's I'm glad he puts the popcorn <laughs> thing in there. Man, yeah. Heard. <laughs> you know, right. like, like if, heard. That, if the popcorn heard was that. left out of the story. If I see would, popcorn in a bar, I'm like, is it oh, free? Oh, immediately. Is it I free? don't care if it's free, but is it free? Yeah. I didn't realize we could do point. Oh, yeah. system. Yeah. So we could do hundredth if you want to. Just Ooh, to be different. I'm gonna give it a 2.75. That's my edit. That's my Kay. edit. So, all right. So again, if you have a story to share, again, leave it on our subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? We would love to hear it, hear about it, read it, and discuss it. Then, if you are not a person of words and you like to speak, well, written word per se, and like to speak, we do have a phone number. It is. Five six three two seven seven zero zero seven two. You can leave up to a three minute voicemail, and we're still waiting for that first person to leave us live commentary at the bar when they're there. Oh my God! There's someone that just got commentary. We're waiting for that. Also, while you're on your podcast platform, Apple is our number one listened to or listened on device or platform. Then Spotify. Leave us a rating. We have quite a few ratings, which we really appreciate. That more the merrier. It helps us out, grow, gets in, in front of more eyes. Maggie, when you listen to our podcast, does him stumbling over the words that he's saying sound as glaring as it does in person? Um, 
I wouldn't say it sounds glaring. However, <laughs> I do notice it. It's but it makes me giggle. Is it part of the charm? Yeah. <laughs> it makes me when, giggle. Because when I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> I have to be careful if I'm listening to it in public or at work because I'll just bust out laughing and look kind of crazy. So what speed do you listen to your podcast on? This one? One one time. One time. <laughs> but any other podcast, one point two. Okay. Always 1.2 is, uh, is my yep. setting for everything. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. Good story, bro. Cool I story, bro. No, I was telling Iceman a good story, bro. Oh, yes. I'm just glaring at you. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right, Maggie. Maggie is our first guest that written out her story. I, so. Yes, she's, she came prepared. Prepared. It is Unlike three paragraphs. There we go. Love it. So this is my story, and I'll just start with the headline here. I formed it in an Am I the Asshole okay. way. Perfect. Am I the Asshole for letting the bride learn how I almost had to kick out one of her guests? I, 25 female, work at a large hotel wedding venue and often spend my holidays bartending. This New Year's Eve, I bartended for a beautiful wedding. I generally enjoy my job and don't mind bartending on those big holidays, but this event was different. Cocktail hour was normal, with the exception of a couple guests insisting on being served even though the bar was closed, so that everyone could get seated for dinner. There are very little exceptions for this, as it is per the contract rules. It's very strict. This one guest in particular kept begging for just one more beer and insisted, what the fuck am I supposed to drink with dinner? I don't know, maybe the water that they give you? <laughs> um, my response, as well as my coworkers and boss, was always, we'll be open in 30 You'll just have to drink water. I proceed with transferring the kegs, liquor, and glassware from the cocktail hour bar to the ballroom bar, and this guest continues to stop me, asking for just one more beer. I had an odd feeling about the, his table, so I chose to take off the tap handle as I walked away to grab something. I heard whispers amongst him and his buddies, and they said, go, she's not paying attention. <sighs> I was about 20 feet away at this point, so I booked it back to the bar, ripped the glass out of his hand just as he started to pour beer into it. I am pretty easy to anger, I will admit, <laughs> but because of my workplace, I'm usually able to keep a cool head and not swear in front of guests. This time, I was seeing red as I said, what the fuck do you think you were doing behind my bar? Go back to your seat right now, or I will have to get my manager to walk you out. He sheepishly walked away, and when my coworkers came back, I went to the cooler to cool off. I literally went into the beer cooler. <laughs> <laughs> when I told my manager, she said that the same guest had done the same thing at the cocktail hour bar just five minutes prior. At no point did I want any of this information to get back to the newlyweds and risk ruining their day. The night goes on. I see very little of this guy until one point when he decides to apologize to me. I respond with, I appreciate your apology. Just don't let that happen again. Otherwise, what are they paying me to be here for? Everything was fine until the next time he came up with the mother of the bride. Wait, let me. Oh, I got a little ahead of myself here. <laughs> yes, he came up with the mother of the bride. I teased him a bit with here comes here to cause more trouble. And the mother of the bride asked me what he had done. I explained to her, not knowing who she was at that point. <laughs> yes. Later on in the night, I found out that the mother of the bride had told the bride, who then came up to my coworker and profusely apologized for the guy's misbehavior. I felt horrible for her finding out. Am I the asshole for that? Absolutely no. not. 
Thank so, God. <laughs> no, not at all. You you stood your ground. You do what you're supposed to do. It's he's completely asshole for yeah. not listening. And this is the second time he's done it in the same night. Well, it's not even not listening. It's going behind the bar. Bar, right? And and as we have discussed previously, you, you do, do not, not go behind the bar. Mm-mm. I don't care if you're friends with the bartender. Hell no. Unless you are given explicit permission to walk behind that bar, you do not go behind Mm-mm. the bar. Yeah. You do not do that, especially, especially if you are, if it's, it's a premeditated crime at this point, because she's not paying attention. Go, Mm -hmm. go, 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 go. She's not paying attention. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. I just, I, you guys, I kicked him out. Yeah. You guys wanted to, you guys might have said it to him, but I just like, well, there's a bar downstairs. You can go grab a beer from down there, pay for it and come bring the thing back up. That's what we kept telling him. Yeah. He just wanted free beer. Yep. This is probably this is probably um, the guy that the couple was like, oh, we got to invite Steve. Mm-hmm. He's going to cause trouble, though. Oh, but uh, he's been my best friend since college. Right. He's a, I love him, but yeah, he gets he a lot of control. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's fucking crazy? Hmm. The guy's name was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Why is it always Steve? Yeah. It's always Steve. Steve. Even the bartender. Fuck you, Mr. The Bartender. No, <laughs> no, just kidding. But, He's the nicest guy. <laughs> yeah. So, in case people want more depth into it, it's the same hotel I worked at. And contracts usually run that there's six hours of bar service, and so they need to divide that bar service up throughout the night. And usually, there's a teardown between cocktail hour and dinner of thirty to forty-five minutes, depending. And not not and only then, go ahead. Not only is this the the like the break because of contract hours, but it also gives the bartenders time to make sure that their bar is stocked for the mm-hmm. rest of the reception. Mm-hmm. So it's an important time for them to not be serving people. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then usually, so usually wedding receptions last seven, seven and a half hours. And so then they also stop 30 to 45 minutes prior to the end of the night, basically last call, have people finish up their drinks so they get the fuck out. So I've always had to tell people this and they get all mad. I'm like, look, it's in the contract that the couple signed, you know, like mm-hmm. there's, there was one wedding. I don't know if you worked it where the, the, it was an hour and a half break. Oh, I did. Did you work, work that it, one? And I took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we were like, even uh, the wedding coordinator was like, that's all to the couple. I remember she's telling me that's a long time to have people not drink, you know, and stuff like that. But that's mm-hmm. what the couple wanted. And at the end of the day, we do what they want because they're the ones paying spending paying, for the paying the service. So, yeah, it's it's crazy what guests do at a wedding. Mm-hmm. They just think it's open arms for them to do whatever the mm-hmm. fuck they want. Yeah. Not all guests, obviously, but and not to rag on Wisconsin again, but I'm going to. <laughs> the family was from Wisconsin, yeah. So they were especially like, "Oh, we just you guys just don't drink like we do. Yeah, you just don't drink like we do. Keep, you just don't get it. That's Keep being fine. Proud of having like the ten drunkest <laughs> fucking counties. Yeah. Like they're so proud of being the ten drunkest cr- counties. It's like, and you probably have the most fucking kids being born out of like you know, like. I mean, but like, I don't care how much you drink. You gotta also know how to follow the rules mm-hmm. and behave. And also, you're drinking muddled fruit and blackberry brandy. How drunk really are you? Right. right. If you're that drunk. You have diabetes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I wonder. I wonder what the statistics are. If in those ten drunkest counties, are they? Do they have the highest rates of diabetes? God, it's got to be. Probably. Up there. I want to know though. All right, 
we're gonna find that out and and within 10 podcasts we'll let you know (laughs) (laughs) if i remember tomorrow to look it up all right rating this story i mean it's good for you for standing up because a lot of bartenders will just like you know but like i love if you and maggie's so small like Mm -hmm. you're you're so small so you got chihuahua energy for sure and you probably scared the shit out of him and i love that for you Mm-hmm. I know I did. My thing is, I, I do not care. I obviously I can I care about professionalism. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's going to do something inappropriate or say something that is inappropriate, I'm not going to fuck around and give them the nice retail mm-hmm. can't. hospitality thing. I'm gonna yep. be like, I'm gonna say what I feel and what I think, mm-hmm. and it's never gotten me in trouble. Not the wood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was the like the time there was a holiday party in the river room, and they came over, and this woman was yelling at me and tugging at my shirt, and I stopped and said, "You fuck." I mean, it, it was a lot more than what I'm about to say, but I basically told her, "You do not fucking touch me, and you do not yell at me. You wait your turn like everyone else." That's and crazy. she just felt entitled because they spent a bunch of money. I'm like, no, you spent a bunch of money next door. I am a different business. I am a different human being, and plus, just being treating people like with respect. Right, right. Like, I am one person, and I now have 80 people at my bar. That did not expect to happen. Right. So, but. And don't go behind the bar. Yeah, don't go behind Never the bar. Never go behind right. the bar. This is like the fourth episode where we have have to reiterate that. And it, it, it's wild that we have to. Mm-hmm. Like, there are social contracts. When you enter an establishment, you follow their rules. Mm-hmm. And in all bars, guests do not go behind the bar. That's just crazy. Absolutely. So if we just look at this story and in general, like take out the wedding side, just take it out a customer at the bar, guys or people, guests trying to like persuade us to do things that we're not supposed to do happens all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pour me stronger. I'll tip you more. Do this. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Or just come on. I just want one more. You said last call, but I missed it. I was in the bathroom, you know, like shit like that. Last call, last 15 minutes. Don't start with me. You weren't in the bathroom for 15 minutes. (laughs) Right. Especially especially at the hotel. We're all all done by midnight. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of bars within two block radius that you can go get drinks at. Not as good, but, you know, you can go, you know, but. Well, it's those people that are also ordering Roman diets. Mm -hmm. Or Bud Lights. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. They think because they're ordering a Bud Light, all you got to do is pour it out of a tap or take the top off like that's not the point the point it's it's the principle Mm -hmm. it's we're not supposed to and i'm not losing my job because you want something else right you know like like look if the bride came up and said said can we just have one real quick because that's usually what we would do like if it was like the bride or the groom or like the parents that we knew who paid the bill like hey can i just get two real quick beers Certainly, sir. You just paid us fucking fifteen thousand right. dollars. So here's two more beers. Right. But Joe Schmo in the back, who's stuck behind the fucking pillar, seated in the way back. He's <laughs> back there for a reason. Right. right. <laughs> I will say though, there are some father of the brides who are extremely entitled. Oh yes. Oh yes. And they are demanding, like, oh, I spent fifty thousand dollars. Good for you. I, you know, good for you. Yeah. yeah. If you're cool about it, like, <laughs> hey, you know, like, look, I know you guys are close, but can you just. Grab me two quick beers. Right. Sure, I don't fucking care. But you, you come up already with the entitlement mm-hmm. of attitude. Like mm-hmm. you already are trying to prove, not prove yourself, but uh, 
assert to yourself. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like. Also, I don't know who you are, and I don't care who you are, and mm-hmm. I don't care that you spent that much money. Right. Right. If I'm being 100 percent honest, right. If if you paid that much money, you had to have read the contract mm-hmm. that you signed, right? Mm-hmm. That says what I will and won't do. Right. And so it, you should be beholden to those rules more than anybody else you should understand and accept those rules more than anybody else because you Mm -hmm. did sign said contract Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and if you didn't read it that's your own fucking fault Mm -hmm. right right so what do what do you want to write this riley um i think that uh i mean a bar guest or a, a wedding guest wanting a beer between cocktail hour and and the reception gets like a negative two because like it uh, happens. It's, it, <laughs> right. it's a given. Right. right. But the fact that he plotted and planned with the rest of the people at his table mm-hmm. and you heard him and then <laughs> you and then he got what he deserved. Mm-hmm. Well, he got half of what he deserved. He should have been kicked <laughs> out, in my opinion. But, you know, professionalism and whatnot. I'm going to say 1.8. That is exactly okay. what I was going to give it. To basically because, you know, the plotting, you hearing, you sticking up for yourself and your job and talking to him. But then also he did come and apologize. Right. Which yes. is which is nice. Wait, 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 wait. He apologized. So two point five. Cool. And the, then, an apology but, an apology is worth so much. Mm-hmm. Right. But then you explain it to the mother in law, which you didn't even know. And so like it, it yeah. just it, it, it just <laughs> snowballed into something yeah. more. Not really more, because it was already something big, but just right. It went sideways even a little more, but right, you know, yeah, I think it deserves a two point five because an apology goes a long mm-hmm. way. Yeah, and and it was obviously, it was obviously a genuine one. Right. Yeah. For sure. So I'm gonna go two point five. Okay. What do you write your own story? I would probably say about the same because I know that it's not so crazy mm-hmm. that he would do something like that, or that anybody as a guest of a wedding would do something like that. Right. But. For sure, the apology. And yes. I really, I really did not want it to get back to the bride. I yep. really did. I not. get that. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, I mean, it is what like they yeah. are, they somebody already, would have told eventually would have. They yeah. already know. They yeah. already know this is the guy that's going to be the fucking. That problem. is true. That they is already true. know. Yep. That's why oh, she came uncle up. Uncle Steve. And, right, you know, exactly. It's yep. always the fucking uncle, Uncle <laughs> Joe, yeah. or whatever. Oh, it's yeah. always the uh, uncle yeah, Carl. For sure. <laughs> yep. Don't, don't invite me to your wedding. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So. So you're sticking at a 1.8. Yeah. And we're both at 2.5s. Yeah, I'd say. This would have been a for one for me. This would have been yeah, like I said, this would have been yeah. a negative two. Yeah. Without I've, the apology. I bartended and, so many events. Yeah. Like right. I mean, that was that was my job for three years was bartending. And it, what's crazy is I think these people, they they have this mentality of they're just. An event bartender. So why the fuck do they care? You know, what I'm saying like, right. like, like they, they might not think that they're less than a normal bartender, but they're just there opening drinks. Who gives a right. fuck, right? That's right. Pr- and so, like, why don't you just do this for me? Like, who cares? You know, it's like then I have to do it for everybody. Yeah, that's right. the thing. If, if someone else sees me do it for you, yep. guess what? Four hundred more fucking people are gonna come up and expect the same mm-hmm. fucking thing. Right. I just have never been so angry hmm. while bartending that oh, I was enraged. I mean, I I can see that. I I don't. I can think of a million other reasons that you would have been more angry, but like I can definitely understand the rage. Mm-hmm. Like I would have seen red, and mm-hmm. I would have yeah, sure did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had to go to the beer cooler, so yeah. But I yeah. don't know. It's 
All I can else say is don't be a dick, tip your bartenders, and drink responsibly.